Welcome to the wonderful world of wine. We are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, and we are exploring all things wine with you. You can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the wonderful world of wine. Every week, we bring you trending topics in the wine world. I am Kim Simone, and I am here with my co-host, Mark Lenzi, and we are ready to talk about the holidays. So how are you today, Mark? Everything's great, Kim. Holiday time is here. Holiday time. uh, We have to talk about it. We're going to start with that Thanksgiving show, and um, usually we talk about what to serve with the bird, but this year we're going to change it up a little bit, and I want you to tell the listeners our idea for the Thanksgiving show today. So we're going to talk about wine and pie pairings. So we have some very creative ideas that come from various corners of the internet and also our own personal tasting experiences of uh, different flavors that we like to pair together together and specific wines that we have found go with various types of dessert. So pie specifically, because uh, pie and Thanksgiving just go hand in hand. And we have a lot of uh, flavor combinations to talk about. Mark, do you usually drink wine with pie on Thanksgiving? That was the exact question I was going to ask you, Kim. (laughs) You know, I think it's one of the things we don't think about doing this, but we end up with pie and wine in our hand at the same time. And I think after researching a lot of this, I think I have to put more attention into what I'm drinking with the pie and and to make more sense of it and better pairing than I do. What about yourself? I I love your comment that we have pie in one hand and wine in the other, because that certainly is my my recollections of Thanksgiving is that I always have a glass of wine in my hand, whether, you know, it's the beginning of the meal or the end of the meal. And we kind of roll into dessert and and I haven't finished my wine yet. So there it is. (laughs) Yes, Thanksgiving. It's all about starting with wine, ending with wine. And I always feel bad because by the end of the meal, it's like you want the pie so bad, but you're really stuffed and you want to make room for it. So, yeah. So I, like let's, pie. Uh, I don't I don't bake a great pie, but I sure love to eat it. It's it, we'll, we're going to have some interesting angles to mm-hmm. how to pair it with the pies, wine and pie. And uh, I, I have to ask him. So it's it's all about like the sweetener. We talk pairings mm-hmm. over the year and different food pairings. Traditionally, it's sweetness. So the sweet, the excuse me, the wine should be as sweet or sweeter than the pie. Or we can talk about matching the profile of the pie with the profile of the wine, or we can contrast, right? So I think when we go through them, we'll throw it back and forth, all the Mm -hmm. different ways we can play around with it. So why don't you pick the first pie you'd like to talk about? Sure. So traditionally, I am one of those people that does that sweetness pairing where I like to have the wine be as sweet as or sweeter than the food that I am having it with. You tend to be on the opposite end of that, where you like to match flavor profiles. So this is going to be very interesting to see where we kind of land. So I would like for myself to focus a little bit more on the sweeter wines and which pies and which flavors I would prefer them to go with. So my favorite pairing for this kind of an idea would be something like pecan pie with a nutty tawny port because I not only love the sweetness of tawny port, I love the nutty profile. So 
Tawny Port and especially aged Tawny Ports, if you get a 10-year or a 20-year or if you're lucky enough to find a 30-year, these are ports that have been aged in barrel for an average of that number that's on the bottle. So an average of 20 years or an average of 10 years. And as they spend time in the bottle, they develop this flavor that is reminiscent of like toasted nuts. And I love this kind of wine with a nutty food. So I would absolutely pair a tawny port, an aged tawny port with something with nuts in it. So either a pecan pie or a chocolate almond tort or tart, something along those lines. But I really like doing the nuttiness in the food and also the nuttiness in the wine. So that's my first recommendation. Yeah, you started with the pecan pie. Yeah, I'm wow. going right with, with, the, with wow. the pecans. Yep. So crunchy texture, like creamy, mm, sweetness, nuttiness. All that sweetness. Yeah, all that little like caramelly flavors from the, you know, from the brown sugar and all that. Love it. And the tawny port has a good weight to it, a lot of alcohol mm -hmm. to it. So it would pair very well. I love tawny ports. And we had that whole discussion in the past about the aging and of the tawny. So I think a lot of the articles we saw or the infographics we saw, they also recommended sherry being like mm -hmm. the traditional, but I don't think a lot of people are just pairing sherries lately yeah. with food. Yeah. I, like I something the... like an Oloroso sherry would totally work here too, because again, it has that nutty finish. And as you swallow the wine, you know, you wait five seconds and that like toasted nut character comes right through and that highlights and accentuates the nuttiness of the pie. And both of these also have nice high acidity, which will cut through that sugariness, that weight of the dessert. So I think that all of those things together really give a good match if you're if you're trying to pair wine. What, with what pie. if you wanted to play on the fruit, like a fruit with the nut? What would you play on that? What kind of fruit? Well, that's what I'm asking you. What do you think would be? You know, <laughs> are we talking? Are we talking like a an apple crumble with almonds, or are we talking something with like cranberries? Because I would no, go, I the, could go the, different different ways with the pecan pie. Mm -hmm. A fruity wine. Say, a fruity uh, wine. Oh, our okay. listeners don't like sherry. They don't like port, but they have a red or a white in the house. Mm. What do you, What would you think? I mean, pecan. You could use a red, a light red with yeah. some sort of cherry profile. I think contrast nuttiness with the cherry. Or... Yeah, you could either do something with like a real like bright red cherry with it. I mean, if you wanted to go with a dry wine, you certainly could do something like a Zinfandel that has a lot of that like berry cherry note to it. Or you could go the opposite end and do something that's a white but that has lots of oak on it. So something with lots of vanilla and that would certainly highlight the... You know, the... Yeah, I like the vanilla play. Yeah, the like vanilla. That. I, I, my only concern with that is that the wine would be too dry. I mean, there certainly are some Chardonnays out there that that have a little bit of sweetness to them. But, you know, my concern would just be that the wine would be too dry and would taste a little bit too acidic up against a, a pecan pie with maybe that has all of that really sugary sweetness um, in the base. Right. Good tip. Yeah. Good. I yeah. like that. Give me one of yours. Well, I think the, the number one thing I saw and the most probably popular, well, one of the top two more popular pies this time of year would be pumpkin pie. Mm. So we're talking a more smooth, creamy texture, sweet with the spice profile, right? And then you top it probably, what's the traditional, like a cool whip or... Yeah, like whipped cream. Whipped cream. Something. Yep. So mostly some sort of Chardonnay that is probably oak that gives off a little maybe baking spice profile, I think would work. Mm -hmm. well to contrast the pie spice any other things you 
think or spicy wines you can think of that would play on the pumpkin pie, Kim? I think some of the uh, sweeter wines from, say, like Central Italy would work uh, really well. You know, like something like a Vinsanto that we would ordinarily pair with those little almond cookies that they do in Central Italy. Yeah, I think that yeah. there's a lot of crossover with the spice and a little bit of nuttiness, the vanilla like a lot of those similarities. So I think you could totally pair an Italian Vinsanto yeah, with pie. I see you're going to yeah. go all sweet. You're going to stick with the sweet. Aren't you? <laughs> I can't convert you ever <laughs> I know. on these. No, but that's I'm a, great, a tough great one. Pair. Hey, you know, you did get me to do some of the Girl Scout cookies with dry wine. So yeah. I, you should find, feel that that's a win. <laughs> we'll find one as we go along. And you, you mentioned the Italian wines. I have to, I was thinking about this because I just tried a lot of them, but our nace from uh, Roero in, in Italy, I thought would be a good parent for pumpkin pie. I was, as I was having, I was thinking of pie pairings and I thought hmm. that for an Italian dry white would work. Well, there is weight to that wine. So, yeah, you yeah. know, it's got a richness to it. So that would be interesting. And I was thinking also a lot of whites that have some uh, lees aging where it has a more creamy texture. You mm -hmm. could play on the creaminess. And then again, maybe that coming back to that tawny port would, would work. The caramel profile of that with pumpkin pie, I think would also work. So a, a lot of things with pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. Do you like pumpkin pie, Kim? I do like pumpkin pie. Yeah. I like, pumpkin in lots, I like pumpkin in lots of forms. I'm not like a big pumpkin spice. I mean, I, I, I don't go out of my way to order a pumpkin spice coffee drink, but I do like pumpkin. And I love like squash as a true bread New Englander. <laughs> you know, winter squashes are some of my favorite vegetables. So yeah, I really do like pumpkin. Yeah. In New yep. England, that pumpkin thing kind of goes crazy this time of year. And so, I'm okay uh, with it. Pumpkin ravioli we do. Pumpkin with... We we tend to lean towards doing a lot of pumpkin with the savory. So it's almost like pumpkin pie is a little bit of a treat because we eat so much of it as part of a savory meal that when I get it for dessert, it's like, oh, this is such a nice little twist. And I know that that makes me very unusual because most people know it as the sweeter side of things, you know, when doing pumpkin pie, but we like it in a lot of other things. So well, sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Make you some. So what's the next pie you'd like to go to? So I wanted to talk about a pairing that I know we had talked about in the past when it came to Halloween candy. And okay. one of my favorite sweet wine and dessert pairings is if you were to do a chocolate and peanut butter pie yeah. with um, Banyul from Southern oh, France. nice. Because yeah, the wine, yeah, because the wine has lots of this like red berry, like bright red berry fruit, almost like a jammy sort of blackberry, Grapey. raspberry, grapey, yeah. See? And then when you put it with the peanut butter and the chocolate, it's almost like you're having like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And it is just wonderful. So I really wanted to bring that up in case somebody was doing, you know, a peanut butter pie or like a, a chocolate, kind of like one of those frozen chocolate pie kind of things. And sometimes you have some some peanut butter on the top it would be really, really a wonderful uh, pairing with some banyol. Yeah. And I have to remind the listeners and you, Kim, that. We have this discussion a lot where I say playing the grape with the peanut butter. And a lot of times you battle me on that when I say... I'm a convert. It, uh, I'm a total convert yeah, for see? wine and peanut butter. All right. So <laughs> I, I, you won I me like over so with that uh, that Halloween show a couple of years ago that we did. And yeah, it was just a, such a revelation to put that wine with peanut butter. And you kept it with the sweet 
wine with the banyol. So a great pairing. The rich, creamy, smooth pie with that would be phenomenal. I think that a lot of the recommendations out there were Madeira, which again, like the sherry, I don't think a lot of people really explore that. But I love the play on the PB&J type of thing. And I was thinking like even a Concord grape or Lambrusco, something really grapey and popular this time of year is Gamay or Beaujolais Village or Beaujolais. I think that would also work really well. I didn't see the chocolate peanut butter pie version, but I did see a lot of the peanut butter pie versions out there. So uh, I think that combo of peanut butter and fruit can be really well done and be very popular. Anything white for wine go with chocolate peanut butter pie or peanut Mm, butter pie? I'd stick to red. Yeah. I was trying to think of a white and I was hoping you would kind of come up with something there. But uh, Nope, no go. <laughs> yeah. I was even thinking, oh, Kim's going to say sparkling, but this, I wouldn't, I don't like that. I don't like that acid no. really playing with that. Yeah. So, I'm so glad you brought up acid because that is such a component when we talk about food and wine pairings, but can be really hard when we're talking about sweet foods. Because often when we talk about food and wine pairings and we talk about the acidity in the wine, it's because we need it to cut through the fattiness of a dish. But when you add a lot of sugar to the food, it disrupts the balance of the acidity and the sweetness. And then when you bring more acid to the party because of a of a, either a high acid wine or a dry wine, the balance is just a little bit off and, um, and you have to kind of rethink the whole pairing. So I'm glad that you introduced the topic of acidity because I, I feel like that's really important when it comes to pairing. Yeah, it kind of gives a weird mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. You know, texture when you do that. Ugh. Yeah, no, I don't like it. <laughs> You're listening to The Wonderful World of Wine, and we are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. For more information about Kim, please go to her website at commonwealthwineschool.com. For more information about myself, please go to franklinliquors.com. Our program is supported by Franklin Public Radio. You can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. All our past episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Today, we're talking about Thanksgiving pie and wine pairings. Usually, we do a what to pair with the bird. I just like saying that all the time, Kim, but (laughs) this is our Thanksgiving show about pie and wine. We've covered pumpkin pie. We've covered peanut butter pie. We covered, what was the other pie we covered, Kim? Pecan pie, which you started with. And I think we have to go, Kim, to probably the number one and number two pie is apple pie at Thanksgiving. Yeah, Sweet we can talk fruit, about apple pie. Spice, <laughs> right? I mean, you can play on the fruit, you can play on the spice. Maybe let's talk about maybe playing on the buttery crust of an apple pie. Mm. Or you can play on the ice cream maybe you're putting on the top of the pie. I sure you're gonna go sweet, right? Gonna go sweet, but I get the idea of going uh with the spice and with the vanilla and with that toasty crustiness that you get with an apple pie crust. So I definitely can see leaning towards something that has some oak to it. But what I was actually leaning towards was something like an ice wine and maybe a barrel aged ice wine. So you have something that has some sweetness to it, but it also has that vanilla spice that comes from oak barrel aging. So I think that that would actually be a really lovely pairing for an apple pie. Yeah, that's a nice pair. A lot of the recommendations I saw out there were sauternes, the Mm. sweet Mm -hmm. French wine. You were saying 
an oaked wine to play on maybe the cross, the butteriness, totally. maybe. Yeah, for the and, vanilla and the spice, uh, that w- I think would be really, really a nice compliment. I was thinking his, he will always go different directions. <gasps> I was thinking more unoaked Chardonnay to play on the oh. apple or sparkling Chardonnay to bring yes. out, you know, the apple in the wine. Yeah. That's a great point because Chardonnay always has this apple fruit to it. And some of it is like Granny Smith apple if it's from a cooler climate. Sometimes you get like yellow apple or red delicious apple if you have a warmer growing climate for where your wine is made. So yeah, apple apple and Chardonnay actually, you know, really go hand in hand. So I think that that's fairly brilliant. I just wish that there was some sweet Chardonnay out there. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> that you I could that. Fare. Few, I remember a few brands that were marketing as sweet Chardonnay from Washington State. And I haven't seen them lately, but uh, I thought it was a great idea at the time. Of course, that's probably why it's not around anymore. It didn't sell and my great ideas are never any good. But um, (laughs) so what do you do? You put ice cream on your apple pie, Kim? Sometimes I'm, I'm kind of half and half when it, it comes to ice cream on my pie. Does that ruin, you think, a wine pairing by that hot and cold? Um, change the profile? I don't know. I think that the contrast is quite nice. I would, I mean, for me, I like the extra hit of like a vanilla ice cream. So you get that creaminess. I would more lean towards like whipped cream instead of vanilla ice cream. But my husband is an ice cream freak. So yeah. we, we do like putting ice cream on our pie here. It's, you know, it's one of our things. But I think so. everybody's thinking ice cream or whipped cream on these anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's... But that extra little bit of creaminess just adds something extra and special to your pie. And I don't think it would necessarily take away from your wine pairing unless you have one of those like really, really high acid wines where the creaminess and the sweetness of the ice cream or the cream that you have is going to react sort of negatively. But usually something with higher acid cuts through the fattiness. So I don't think it would be too much of a problem. Yeah, I agree. We want to go next, Kim. What's your next pie for Thanksgiving? So I wanted to do something more chocolatey. And I know that we do tend to reserve chocolate more for cake, but um, you know, something like a chocolate cream pie, I think would be not unheard of on the Thanksgiving table. And I would definitely lean towards something fruity if I were doing I were doing chocolate. So one of my favorite things to do with chocolate is some of the sweeter red wines from northern Italy and especially like Brichetto that has a little bit of bubble to it. I think that goes great with chocolate because there are there's fruity notes of like strawberry, raspberry, but then sometimes there are these chocolatey sort of undertones to it. So I and I really like that marriage of let's like say strawberry and chocolate. So those flavors I think play really well together. So that would be something that I would play with a chocolate dessert, a chocolate pie. Yeah, chocolate cherry thing going on there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cherry like or strawberry, like any of those red fruits and chocolate are great together. And there are a lot of sweet chocolate dessert wines out there there was that is true desire was a chocolate infused zinfandel Mm -hmm. you have a chocolate shop which is actually red wine with chocolate so i think those would really work well yeah there are a number of things on the market that are red wines with chocolate in them and those would be like Really lovely pairings with a chocolate dessert. Yeah. I want a piece of chocolate now. Chocolate <laughs> pie. Huh. Most of these are like traditional things, right? I mean, I, the one I thought maybe a little hotter. Well, actually not 
I think a different direction, I'll say, was the sweet potato pie, Kim, because you mentioned earlier about earthiness maybe for, what was the pie? Pumpkin pie, you yeah, were talking. Yeah, and I find that sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie have a lot in common. Right. Um, you can sort of change up the spices that you would use in them, but I think it more has to do with regionality, especially for different parts of the U.S., where we would do pumpkin pie more in the north and sweet potato pie more in the south, but a lot of the same flavor, textural elements are there in both of the pies. And I was thinking more of a play on the earthiness or the spice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to bring out on the sweet potato pie, maybe a Gewürz or Riesling, where you get more of that terroir in the wines to kind of play on the earthiness. Yeah. Yeah, we really haven't talked about sweeter Rieslings, but sweeter Rieslings would absolutely go with a lot of pies. And one that I was thinking was, you know, as we think about fruit pies, I have an aunt who makes a wonderful peach pie. And peach pie and a sweeter Riesling, I think, would be really lovely together because the Riesling has those sort of peachy notes to them. So sort of like peach and lemon, but it has enough sugar to back it up to be a good dessert pairing. That is something that I think would go with a variety of things that you would have the dessert table is is a sweeter style Riesling. Yeah. And would you do German Riesling there or more? Probably. Although, yeah. I mean, we do have some really good domestic sweet Rieslings, whether they are dessert style from Washington state or we have a lot of great things from right across the border in Canada where you've got either Riesling or Vidal Blanc. They might be making ice wine. They may, might be making a bunch of different styles of sweeter styles of wine. And all of those would be really, really excellent with something that has some fruit to it. Let's stay on the the fruit pie idea, Kim. What about blueberry pie? Sweet, juicy blueberry. What would Ooh, you what would blueberry. you play with that? I had like I was only thinking red wines. Yeah, that's a this. that's totally, totally a red thing. I want to hear your thoughts because I don't know, I'm a little bit stumped on what to do with blueberry. Well, the blueberry thing I get a lot in two specific wines. And I think I mentioned it recently to you that I've been into Barbera Diastes lately, and I think the last few vintages, I've been getting more blueberry fruit. Now, Barbera does have some acid to it, but I think with the blueberry, a little more acid is okay, is my theory on that. Mm -hmm. And then the other red I was thinking was Malbec, because a lot of Malbecs, I get blueberry fruit or blue fruit. Mm -hmm. So, And I couldn't think of any whites. Yeah. I, I just... Thought all red. Uh, yeah, I think red is the way to go. And I like your idea of the Barbera because often in Barbera, you'll get a little bit of like an herbal note too. And for me, blueberry also tends to have this sort of almost piney or rosemary-y kind of a note that I think will highlight those characteristics of the wine as well. So you get this little bit of like an herbal, this is really cool sort of herb garden kind of a note to it too. So I like those ideas. Yeah, blueberry pie. Warm. Has to be warm. Mm, with ice cream, right? Yeah. Well, I still, yeah. <laughs> I still like the ice whipped cream thing still. Um, yeah. Any other pie you like to talk about? I think there's a couple more I've seen out there. I mean, cherry pie to stick with fruits. Would you stick with reds to bring out the, the cherry of the I would. And pie? there's so many wines that have that cherry note to them. That's our ongoing joke, yeah. right? Any red is cherry. Any red is cherry. Apple. <laughs> I brought that up in a class last week. Everybody chuckled. <laughs> yeah. When in doubt, That's very funny. cherry for red. Yes. And they recommended Beaujolais again or Gamay again with, 
with cherry pie, which is very common this year. I, I, we always talk about Beaujolais this time of year in the Beaujolais Village. And I think I mentioned every year, I see it less and less being asked for traditionally yeah. like it was. Uh, but it's it's still around and Gamay, you mentioned before about the crew Beaujolais and how they're really special wines. I think people shouldn't give up on them, but you can move away from the Beaujolais Village and, and find some really nice Gamay that would work. And you mean Beaujolais play. Nouveau? Beaujolais, what did I say? Beaujolais you Village. You said Village, yeah. Yeah, Nouveau. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Beaujolais Nouveau is, is the Thanksgiving thing that's out. So move on to the others, the Villages or the crew ones if you find them. Any other pie you, you want to cover, Kim? I think that's good. That that covers a lot of pie. Yeah. Lot and, of, and a lot, lot of different of flavor profiles. You know, we've got some fruit, we've got nut, we've got chocolate, we've got gourd (laughs) with our pumpkin. So yeah, I think we covered a lot of different flavor profiles. But I hope one thing that our listeners take away from this is that there's so much variety. You know, there's a lot of variety in pie, but there's also a lot of variety in wine. So I think our general philosophy when it comes to Thanksgiving is that work with that variety. There are so many different things that go on the table. Have a few different things. Mix and match. And drink what you like and try a bunch of things with different foods and see what works and what doesn't work. I feel like with a day that is dedicated to food and family and just all being together, it's less about making sure that the pairing is correct and more about having a good time. So have a good time with your food and wine pairings on Thanksgiving. And so, you know, maybe this one wine that you're drinking isn't so great, try something else. You might find something that really highlights the day and that you have some fun with. So happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, it can can bring up good conversation, right? I mean, hopefully one of the listeners will say, hey, I heard this show and they were saying we can pair this pie with some (laughs) wine and this is what they're saying to do. It can be fun. You know, everybody's together. It's crazy time and getting ready for Christmas, right? So yeah, pie and wine. Pie and wine. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Kim, and happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Thanks, Mark. Thank you for listening today to The Wonderful World of Wine. We have been your hosts, Mark Lenzi and Kim Simone. We are supported by Franklin Public Radio, and you can find our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. And as always, you can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Cheers. Wine, wine.